Alright, welcome back to another episode of You're Not Wrong, But. And today, we're just going to cover general NFL news, stuff going on, training camp things, just things going on around the league. And let's kick off with the big kicker that happened yesterday, I believe. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, Saquon Barkley signing a deal with the with the Giants for $11 million, I believe. Which is just so head-scratching when you think about what all, you know, everyone was talking about, about them not having leverage and, you know, doing all this and doing all that for the running backs and, you know, how he talked about how, you know, he could possibly hold out or, you know, all this and that. And then he just goes and signs an incentive-laden deal. And it's just like, what are you doing? Apparently, it's like one of those deals that's not honestly much better than being on the franchise tag. Yes, he gets bonuses. Of, of, I believe it's like a little over 900000 I think, in bonuses. Um, but man, it's just a very strange situation it's like why even complain if you're gonna go and then sign a deal like that and you know it kind of kind of in my opinion it's kind of a slap in the face to all the other running backs who are just trying to figure out you know what's happening with the position because it's just okay it's 1 million in incentives apparently and it just the I don't know I don't get it I don't get it it's just he just caved in he really caved in and it's kind of sad because Saquon being such a big name could have been one of those guys who really makes a difference when it came to these negotiations if the running backs were able to start any kind of negotiations with the um, NFLPA and just the league in general about, you know, what's going on with the amount of money they're getting into the valuation that they're, they're sitting in right now. But that's one domino down, I guess. Apparently there was rumors that the Giants uh, were called about trades for Saquon. I think the Dolphins inquired about him and they weren't interested in trading him. And I don't know if I'm Saquon. I'm like, why not just get signed? I mean, why not just get traded and, you know, get signed somewhere else? Get a fresh start. You see that they value the the average quarterback way more than you, and you're, like, a big part of their offense. Why even contemplate saying? I mean, I guess loyalty is a thing, but they're not loyal to you. So that was that was a big shocker yesterday. And it was the news. It was a lot. Of, it was all over the the news. Just Saquon. I don't want to call it selling out because you know everybody should get their money. But it's it's definitely it's definitely something that just came out of nowhere. Um, a lot of injuries going on too. Um, I saw C.J. Garner Johnson got injured. 
Um, some numerous players have been uh, reported to be injured as well, and it's just like, man, it's the first like two days of camp. Either they weren't like preparing their bodies, or they just, you know, came in so cold that they started hurting themselves. It's it's insane. Um, but lots of cool highlights going on here for uh, a lot of these training camps. Oh, and then Herbie got I forgot Herbie got paid. Justin Herbert got a massive deal that just edges out uh, Lamar Jackson's deal. And again, that's a interesting, interesting kind of thing right there because everybody knows Herbert, Burrow, Tua, um, eventually Lawrence. All these guys were just, and Mahomes again were just you know kind of around the corner there. Their turn was coming up at some point, and I don't think many saw Herbert being the first guy to first guy to sign up those guys. Um, I figured it would have been Burrow, but I also feel like Burrow might be in the realm of like Brady and. And Mahomes really where they had those teams were like they were able to get good teams around him because they didn't make him the highest overall quarterback paid or, you know, they gave him some money, but they made it to where it was like a few years long and, you know, they were able to have the cap to be able to sign other guys. It's curious to see what the what the Bengals do because the owners know to be notoriously cheap. And he's already said that, you know, Burrow's coming up and there might be some people who, you know, unfortunately get axed. And then, you know, Chase is going to want his money too. Um, you won't be able to keep Boyd and Higgins and Chase. That's just not going to happen. And they're still mixing too. And so it's going to it's gonna be crazy to see what happens. I mean, Mahomes, for what he is, the best player in the league, is just so underpaid, but yet he's con- he seems content because he's winning. Um, but at this point, you know, after two Super Bowls, a couple of MVPs, I think it's time for him to be like, all right, I need to be paid what I'm worth. And you know, Travis Kelsey's another one of those guys too. He he said he's happy though. He's happy with what he makes because of how good the team is, and you know, lets him lets him get like players and you know have their team but like these guys at some point they gotta be like all right i want to get paid i see x and y over here getting so much and i'm clearly better than them why can't they pay me um aaron Rodgers too he just apparently signed a new two-year deal 75 million guaranteed through 2024 um i guess he took a pay cut from his old Green Bay deal, and he seems to want to, he seems so far to be enjoying being in New York that, you know, he took a pay cut and extended his contract, and, you know, that leaves, you know, the Burrow situation, the Tua situation is also interesting because he's kind of, he, they picked up their fifth year option on each, but with Burrow, you know what you got, you got a, a, a fantastic young quarterback 
who doesn't really get injured. It's tough. Unquestioned leader. With the Dolphins and Tua, you have a quarterback who, I mean, as much as of a fan of him, I, as much as of a fan I am of him, he is frail. And you know, while he was playing a very high level last year, he still got hurt. And you know, those concussions are no joke. And but with Tua, I I take that risk. I wouldn't sign him to a super long deal. But I would sign him to like a maybe like a, a three three four year long contract with his fifth year option. Do we give him an extension basically, and see if you know he doesn't like overly break the bank because whoo the Dolphins are going to be in cap hell with the guys they gotta pay and the guys they have. And Tua, while I believe he can, he elevates players because we've seen him do it with like guys who you know aren't very good. Um, he, he those superstars do help him out quite a bit. And Waddle's Waddle will be coming up soon. Granted, they have a fifth year option and everything, but you know you wanna you wanna take care of your guys, especially if he balls out. If he balls out, he's gonna get that Herbie, the eventual uh, Burrow deal. It's inevitable. Um, but also you can tag him. You get the fifth-year option, and then you also can uh, tag him. So there's a lot going on. I guess the same thing with Burrow, except I highly, highly doubt you want to tag a guy like Burrow. I think he just sends a wrong message to the team that hey, you know, this is your guy, but we're not paying him. That's just a bad look. Let's see what else we have here. Apparently, John Ross has retired. Which is a shame because the the kid never lived up to his potential. Fastest forty combine in history, four point two two. Was drafted by the Bengals, I believe, and went to New York and really didn't do anything and just was always injured. Always injured and didn't really get a chance to do anything or showcase his talents. I mean, you can be as fast as you want in the combine, and it won't matter if it doesn't translate to the field. And some guys just have that, like, God-given track speed, but can't put it on the field. And some guys are just blessed with the ability to be fast with pads on and no pads off. And so that's where guys like Tyreek, Waddle, fast guys like that shine. Um... Let's see what else we have going on here. We see a lot of cool highlights. Um, saw some of Justin Fields throwing to his brand new target in um, DJ Moore. They look great. I feel like DJ Moore is going to be a huge help for uh, Justin Fields. DJ Moore is a fantastic, very underrated receiver. Um was a was a baller coming out of Maryland and just he's a he's a very 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 good receiver. He should help Justin Fields. Um, we also have we have we look we get we get to see a little bit of Jimmy G throwing to Devonte. It's gonna be a good connection. It's just it's what Jimmy G is. Can he stay healthy? And usually the answer is no. 
Who's their backup? I have no idea, but they better hope it's somebody good because whew, you just can't trust Jimmy G. He has talent. He has all the tools to be a franchise quarterback, except just can't can't stay can't stay on the field. He just can't stay on the field. Um, let's see what else do we have going on here. And Dak's looking pretty good. He's looking pretty sharp in camp so far. I mean, it's only been two days, but some of these highlights show him throwing accuracy, which has never been the issue with him. He's always a, he's always been a very accurate quarterback. It's just when the time really matters and when the game really matters, it's where he just does some dumb stuff. And I love Dak Prescott, one of my favorite quarterbacks coming out of Mississippi State, coming out of college in general. Seen him progress. He was just such a runner. And then progressed slowly into a thrower to where he was a, a very good dual threat into a, a pocket quarterback who can move and just, you know, he can ball, but he has moments that just leave you scratching your head like, what are you doing, my guy? Like, get it together. You have these receivers. You have, you had a good running game. And he's one of those guys where I think he's, a, uh, again, he's a, he's a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. Who is a better game? He's an upper echelon game manager. Like he can win you the big games here and there on his own, but he at the end of the day, he's gonna need the weapons around him to really help him out to be able to get these going. Um, what else do we have going on here? Oh, um, the rookie quarterback in. Carolina, he has, Bryce Young has been announced as the number one, which I think it's pretty impressive. They usually wait for these guys. I mean, granted, he was the overall, overall number one pick, but some of his, his little, like, camp videos that come out, the man can sling it. He looks like a toddler out there, but he can really flick the ball, and it's impressive. Some some impressive throws. Once they get him some real weapons in the in the passing game, he's gonna he might be something special. Um, he was throwing a feeling in one of these, and he looked very good. And just a laser that he threw. Um, apparently Donovan Donovan Wilson was carted off the field um, to get X-rays. So that's that's never good. Um, I know the Cowboys are one of those teams that, you know, have had safety issues, and when they finally find one, they're just, they end up getting banged up, unfortunately. And a lot of these teams, a lot of these teams, uh, secondary players have been getting beat up. Uh, apparently, Cole Komet also uh, resigned. Jimmy Graham came back for a one-year deal with the Saints, which was very out of nowhere. I thought maybe it was an error and it was like a one year, one day deal to retire, but no, homie came back and he's uh, he's he's playing this year with the Saints, and that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. He wasn't very good when he left Seattle, um, or was he with the Bears? I don't remember where his last who his last team was, but um. He was very quiet. He didn't really do much. Granted, we know Jimmy Graham what he is. He's a uber. He was an uber athletic um, tight end, 
that basketball background really helped him. He couldn't block a piece of paper, but didn't need him to block. Looks like he was with the Bears last. Um, oh, he was with the Packers and the Bears. Uh, from, he was with the Packers from 2018 to 2019 and with the Bears from 2020 to 2021. And now he's back with the Saints, which is very interesting because, I, I mean, they had a young, a young tight end there who was blossoming slowly. Um, let me look up the Saints tight ends right quick. And I don't know. It feels like it could be just a bit of a progression stopper, honestly. Um, unless he's really gonna Jawan Johnson, yeah. And of course, uh Taysom Hill quote unquote tight end weapon everything. But Jawan Johnson seemed to have a lot of um a lot of potential. And I don't know if he, I don't know if Jimmy Graham's going to come in and compete or if he's going to, you know, be given his, uh, given a spot. Which I, I doubt most of these guys just come in and compete, but you never know. I mean, Jimmy Graham is a big name. Um, John Mechie, his third has been cleared. Uh, he was batting, battling leukemia. That's a great story to hear that he's back. Um, Stroud will definitely be looking for him. Super talented receiver coming out of Bama. Um was one of those guys that just could fly as well. And so a lot of a lot of cool things going on around the league right now. Um it's just a matter of, you know, who's gonna end up stepping up. Hopefully everybody stays healthy and, you know, we're gonna keep an eye on who's the next quarterback to to sign. Oh, Andrew Thomas also uh got extended, uh, which is big because Andrew Thomas I was super, super high on him coming out of the draft. I was a big fan of him. Um, I thought he was a very good tackle coming out of Georgia. And, you know, five years, 117 million. Pretty pretty good deal. 67 guaranteed, so that, that's pretty good. Um, and he's been, he's been, he's been solid for them. I know he started off rocky, but he got he's gotten better and better, and he's become a very good left tackle for, um, I believe he's left tackle, yeah, left tackle for Daniel Jones. So, what else do we have? Do we have anything that's big of big of notice? I mean, Gary Hopkins looked weird in the Titans uniform. He just, yeah, <laughs> and. So this is all the news that's going on. Um, I oh, there's some clips here of Anthony Richardson running the read option with the Colts in. Ooh, man, he looks he looks fast, and Zay Flowers too. He's uh, the Baltimore wide receiver. He looks like a complete stud. Dude is quick. He was probably the best route runner in the draft. He was one of my highest weighted, rated wide receivers in this draft. Um, I was a big fan of him coming out of college. He slowly shot up my draft boards. Um, I liked him more than uh, Njigba. 
but only because he was faster. He was a smaller receiver, but his route running is just too impressive to 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 look away from. And looks like Houston also extended their first round tackle. Um, I think that locks up both. Titus Howard and uh, Laramie Tunsil now, so good for the good for the Texans and good for for Stroud. He's gonna need the protection. Um, granted, he can run. We'll see if he runs in the NFL as much as he did in college. Um, but well, I guess he didn't run much in college, but we know he can run. Either way, it looks like that's all the news in the NFL. Like I said, not much too crazy going on. And oh, and the top one. Let me touch on the top one hundred right quick because there's a lot of just weird things so far in the top one hundred. I'm okay with Tua listed at eighty one. Um, it's just some of the other names are just insane for where they're at I believe uh, Trevor Lawrence is like in the low 90s or upper 90s um, let me see if I can find this list uh, where, okay. Justin Fields at 86 is insane um, well he couldn't really pass the ball very well his running was fantastic, but to put him at over over um, Trevor Lawrence, who came in at 96, I don't know about that one. I do not know about that one. I mean, it took a while for Lawrence to, you know, really start finding his groove and his rhythm, but to have him ranked that low over... Fields, I mean, even Fields took a couple, a couple games for him to start, you know, finding his legs and really utilizing that. Or I guess the team really t took a while for them to realize, hey, we got a monster running quarterback here. We should probably use him as a running quarterback. And so that's just wild. I mean, sorry, two at eighty-two. I can dig it. I mean, he was injured, but. He, he still was very, very good. Are there any names over here that stood out? DeAndre Hopkins in 90. I mean, he did have a very messy season. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? Anybody else that really stands out? No. I think it's really just Lawrence that I looked at it and I was like, why is he so, so low? Oh, Devontae Smith at 100 too. I don't know about that one. I would have had him probably in the 50s because Devontae Smith was very good last season. Um, I mean, he had over a thousand yards, 95 receptions, and he was a solid number two after uh, AJ Brown. So, why he's so low beats me, but he's definitely not a. He's definitely better than a hundred. I'm just gonna say that. And oh, and Terry, scary Terry with ninety four too. This is just absurd. What he was their best receiver, <laughs> and 
he's shown that he could, what what is going on? Marlon Humphrey at ninety two also feels super low. I'm curious to see where they rank Lamar and some of these other quarterbacks. Um, if Herbie's in the top five, this list is just garbage. But yeah, those are my thoughts for about what's going on in the season. Um, just touching up on everything, kind of looking things around the league, and you know, we we're getting ever so close to the start of the season, so. It's almost time to buckle up, get ready for these, like, wild plays that are going to make everyone go, like, oh, my God, this guy's wonderful. And then he actually actually plays, and you're like, what is this? So the next episode, I think we're finally going to do it. We're going to talk fantasy football. I'm a big fantasy football guy. So I'll tell you my rooks, people who you should target late, and – why I wouldn't draft a running back named Saquon, Tony Pollard, or even Christian McCaffrey in the early rounds. Now remember, you're not wrong, but we'll see you in the next one.